What is going on there, listeners of the crew? You are listening to the Flashcast on the podcast Mer 2, where we discuss all things CW Flash and the Flash in general. I am your host, Brian from Mert 16. And in this episode, we're going to continue the Reverse Flash series in discussing the Reverse Flash himself, Eobard Thawne. You don't want to miss this. <laughs> And welcome to the Flashcast on the podcast from Earth 2. I hope you all have had a great week and a great weekend. I know I have, even though I'm a little tired from, um, pretty much it was, a, it was another busy week, but I'm still hanging in there strong. And it's, and I'm going to continue covering this reverse Flash series that is going to last all the way until um, August the 10th or mid-August, almost mid-August, I would say. Because, I mean, we're going to be covering, we're covering Ia Barthon this week. That's what I'm covering. And then next week, I'm going to be covering Into Hunter's Oleman, Inertia, Daniel West, and then Savitar for the next couple of segments. So I'm going to be delving into those characters who are honorary reverse flashes, in my opinion, anyway. And actually, it's funny. I mean, I probably should call this the reverse flash cast on the podcast of Earth 2 because... I mean, just to give Eobard some justice. I mean, Eobard would actually would he would like that, <laughs> you know? What I mean, because I mean, this refer this reverse Flash cast from the podcast from Earth, do, Earth Two would be the reverse of everything that the Flash cast stands for. But then again, there's really no such thing as the reverse Flash on the CW. Just imagine if they did a show on Eobard, man. You know what, CW? Come on. You should actually do a mini series on, like a summer series on Eobard, how he came about, how he became, I mean, the Arrowverse version of how Eobard Thawne became the Reverse Flash. Can you can you imagine seeing um, Tom Kavanaugh in a Flash suit or a young version of him just wearing the Flash suit? I mean, gosh, see, I mean, CW. I mean, you, I hope you're listening to us because if you are, pitch this seriously pitch it because it'll be it'll be sort of like a like sort of like a a a flash story or an arrowverse story like reverse flash an arrowverse story like star rogue one a star wars story or solo a star wars story i mean these prequels you know i mean they're they're awesome because 
it sort of brings back the memory. I mean, actually, they do evoke memories back of the old Star Wars before the new trilogy came out. Again, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I, I, I talk about Star Wars. You know, I mean, I just think it'd be really cool to actually pitch a series about the reverse Flash's adventures before he actually got stuck in the timeline. I mean, or have like Matt Lechester play the role. I mean, I don't know if they'll have Tom Cavanaugh because Matt Lechester is is their original form as Eobard Thawne, but I think it'd still be cool because I mean it'll get it'll show us an insight into how Eobard became the villain that he is. And speaking of Eobard Thawne, we're gonna get into Eobard Thawne right now. We're gonna delve into Eobard Thawne of who he is, and he's just this villain from the 25th century. And to me, I see him from what I've researched about him. I read a lot of comics on Eobard. I mean, I don't know if I read enough though, but I've read, I've read enough to know that he's a huge fanboy of the Flash. And I think I've discussed this with Jay in the last couple of segments of the Flashcast. Just the fact that he's this guy who admires the Flash, and he wants to be like the Flash, only to find out that he becomes the Flash's arch nemesis. Now, can you imagine? You know, you meet your hero. You finally meet your hero. And then you find out, you somehow find out that you're going to become this dude's arch nemesis. Like, what do you do with that? How do you react? I mean, <laughs> if it was me, honestly, oh my lord. I mean, I don't know. I would try everything within my power to not become that villain. But if it's destiny, then I don't know. But... And, you know, Eobard Thawne is the example of this old saying, don't ever meet your heroes. And I feel like Eobard Thawne is that one villain we can all relate to. I mean, we have heroes we could relate to, but I think we also have villains. And I feel personally that most, if not all, or all if not, I mean, most if not all, some if not most, can actually relate to Eobard Thawne. And I say this because there is actually a couple years ago, I'm a wrestling fan too, and I watched this shoot between Matt Hardy, Shane Hurricane Helms, and a buddy of theirs. I think his name was Champagne or something like that. It was like a segment they did for their own podcast from Highway to Helms, where Hurricane Helms talked about meeting Shawn Michaels. Okay, now, Hurricane Helms was a young wrestler, an up-and-coming wrestler, who came from WCW. For those of you who don't know, WCW stands for World Championship Wrestling. And by the time he came into WWF, which is the World Wrestling Federation, which is now WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, he finally met Shawn Michaels. And for some odd reason, and mind you, before I get into that, he was an admirer of Shawn Michaels. I mean, Shawn Michaels was one of his top five favorite wrestlers next to Ric Flair. Um, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Um, you know, I think uh, he mentioned a couple others like Arn Anderson. Uh, I, I forgot the other one though, but Shawn Michaels was one of his favorite wrestlers that he looked up to. But then for some reason, I think Shawn somehow, Shawn Michaels said something to him that kind of, that kind of really irked him, that kind of made him twitch. And Hurricane just went off, and he, when he recalled the event, he went off on on this podcast cursing him out, saying that he was a liar and that he was a piece of, well, you know what. 
And that kind of reminds me of how Eobard reacted to becoming, you know, reacting to the Flash when he found out he'd become his arch nemesis. And, you know, I mean, it's just that he basically just had this resentment towards him. You know I mean? It was just resentment. And I think we can all somehow relate to that where we meet our heroes who we think are cool. You know, we think they're pretty cool people, but, but when we meet them, sometimes like we may get, we may admire them. They may, we may have a good experience, but sometimes the experience may not be, may not be so good. And I think we all can relate to that to some degree. I know Hurricane Helms definitely could, could have related to that. Just the fact that Shawn Michaels, you know, he had a really bad experience with Shawn Michaels. So there was, there was that. And with Eobard Thong, going back to Eobard, he was a thief and a scientist and also a serial killer. This is a guy who killed the wife of his hero just to make his hero, just to hurt his hero because he couldn't kill him. And then also I see Eobard Thong as a bitter man who wastes his energy trying to hurt Barry Allen. So when did he when did the reverse flash debut? He debuted in the Flash um comic book, Flash number 139. I think it came out around the 1960s. I think it was 1969, I want to say. So it was in the Silver Age of comics, um, where Barry Allen comes from. And he, it's interesting, the reverse flash, Eobard went by a couple of um, aliases, um, Adrian Zoom. Um, in this one other comic, he's actually doing a recording, like a captain's log, um, and he calls himself Adrian Zoom. Then he, next, he goes by Professor Zoom, or Zoom. Um, in the Arrowverse, it was Harrison Wells, Barry Allen. It was a, one of the Flash comics, also calling himself the self-proclaimed the Flash of the 25th century and Black Flash when he became a Black Lantern in the Blackest Night. Now. There's a, often a confusion as to who is Zoom, Professor Zoom, and who is Zoom, because Zoom is the identity of Hunter Zolomon. Professor Zoom is the identity of Eobard Thawne. And Eobard Thawne became Professor Zoom when he started to become sort of like a sort of like a historian of the Speed Force. Or knowing all things Speed Force, just like Jake Kilmogner, knowing all things multiversity became Professor Multiversity. But then maybe there'll be like another guy who calls himself Multiversity. Now I'm not comparing Jay to to um, Thawne or anything like that. Though Jay is also a fan of the Reverse Flash. I'm also a fan too. I mean, cool villain. But you know, what I'm saying I'm just saying there's the the analogies are there. I mean, with the whole, I'm seeing that in terms of like being a professor of him being the professor of the Speed Force, calling himself Professor Zoom, and Jay being a professor of the Multiverse, calling himself Professor Multiversity. See what I'm saying? Really funny, right? So that's how he got the name Professor Zoom, because he um, is a professor of all things Speed Force. Like a Zoom, you know what I mean? But when I was a kid and I first saw the picture of Eobard Thawne, I thought like he had the coolest uniform, like the coolest version of the Flash uniform. It was yellow and black. But then when I found out that he was evil, I'm like, oh, okay. But he has a really cool costume, and the costume was the original Flash suit that he would he finds in a time capsule in Flash 139. And a time capsule was actually sent over by a scientist who somehow learned um, time traveling into the future. 
And he actually used a spare costume of Barry Allen's that he put in the time capsule. And that's how Eobard was able to find it when the time capsule came 500 years into the um, Flash's future. And he started wearing it. But then when he became Reverse Flash, he was able to use the suit to reverse the colors. So instead of red, the iconic red and yellow, it was like yellow and red and black. And in Flash 139, we also see the first battle between Reverse Flash and the Flash. And after rever- after the Flash does defeat the Reverse Flash, he um, takes the suit and burns it. Because he doesn't want he doesn't want it to actually, you know, he doesn't want the um, reverse flash to use it. And it's really interesting how Zoom got his powers, and or R- Professor Zoom Eobarthon got his powers. See, I don't want to get into that confusion, you know. What I mean, because of between Eobard and Hunter Zolomon. So Eobard got his powers by put simply putting on the suit and tinkering with the tinkering with some chemicals. That's how he got was able to tap into the Speed Force. And become and sort of become the Flash of the 25th century, only to become Reverse Flash after finding out that he becomes his arch nemesis. And Eobard had a really sad childhood. He was neglected in a sense. I mean, his parents were kind of distant, even though he had such a brilliant mind. I mean, he had a brother too who was part of the um, police force, but then Reverse Flash, um, a future version of Reverse Flash, killed him only to make him the only child. And he even killed this one woman who resembled Iris, who was a reporter in the future of Central City, and which he turned him down. He also reversed the future, the future version of Reverse Flash, also killed her. So all this time, he was also playing a role in Eobard's life, just as much as he was playing a role in Barry's life when he was younger. So notable events, I like I mentioned before, his first battle with the Flash in Flash 139. Then in another comic, I think it was Flash 275, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Reverse Flash murders Iris West, who's dressed up as Batgirl during a masquerade party. And it made it looked like uh, another crook did it, when in fact it turned out to be um Reverse Flash who did it because he was able to make himself invisible. And when he killed Reverse Flash, I mean, when he killed Iris, I'm sorry, when Reverse Flash killed Iris, it, Iris, it got Barry into a rampage. Then, as a result, Barry killed Reverse Flash before the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Then, um, another notable event was when Eobard became a Black Lantern Flash when the Black Lantern Ring found his way to him. But then he was frozen by Captain Cold. Then Flashpoint, when Barry decided to run back and save his mother, causing that nightmarish event. Then another event was uh, during the um, comic book event called The Button, which involves the comedian from from Watchmen, when Batman finds the button along with the Flash, and... Reverse Flash takes a look at it, takes a glance at it, and then the next thing you know, he disappears by the power of Doctor Manhattan, only to find out when he comes when he sees Doctor Manhattan, he get he freaks out, and then like when he comes back into the Batcave, after you know, you, punching around Batman like a punching bag, Reverse Flash just dies, like he's just cooked with Doctor Manhattan's powers, and it's just scary you know what i mean but then somehow he comes back to you know he comes back to life too still i mean 
I mean, this guy, the thing about Reverse Flash is he, somehow he always comes back, even in the Arrowverse. Yes, um, um, Sarah Lance killed the Reverse Flash, but then somehow he came back as a Harris, you know, looking like Harrison Wells too. So it's just, it's just weird. I mean, and it's just really odd how he just comes back. And if you ever watch Doctor Who, you know, I mean, he's like the River Song of the Arrowverse because, or the comics too, because he's a time remnant. I mean, he can't die really because he comes back from a different timeline somehow. And just like River Song, you know, I mean, we haven't seen the last of River Song. I mean. She has met almost all versions of the Doctor. I'm pretty sure if you're watching any future episodes of the Doc of Doctor Who, I mean, I haven't been watching that much though, but at some point, I can guarantee you, she's probably going to turn up somehow. Somehow, she will. And I kind of went over to how most of us can relate to Eobard. I mean, we idolize our heroes, just like he idolized the Flash. Um, learning about how heroes truly are meeting them, even questioning them after our experience, harboring some sort of resentment or disgust towards them after the fact. And, you know, I mean, I, f I feel like it's called the stages of becoming a, of a good, a, a good villain almost, you know what I mean? You idolize your heroes first stage, second stage, you learn about them. Third stage, you, you're, you're, you meet them. Fourth stage, you, you know, you question you question them, and then the fifth stage, you just start to harbor some resentment or disgust towards them. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, if you want to become the uh, uh, ultimate villain, I mean, <laughs> there's just no other better easy recipe than idolizing your hero. And it goes on goes on to show that it's true what Harvey Dent said in the Dark Knight movie: "You either die a hero." Or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And the thing is, Eobard has the potential to become a hero. But he is not secure in himself. That's his problem. He hates himself way too much to realize that, to realize all of that. And that's why, despite all his attempts to kill or demoralize Barry, he's a, he, he's a, he, he, you know, he failed. Barry still becomes the hero that he is, um, despite the fact that Reverse Flash, you know, puts obstacles in his way. Barry always finds a way. I mean, there's no version of an evil Barry Allen out there. I mean, I, I guess with the exception of Earth 3, but even then, I mean, Barry Allen never gives up. He's a hopeful guy, even at his crappiest moments. He's just a hopeful hero. <laughs> And which one I want to go into, and um, I wanted to bring up this too, that the Flash and the Reverse Flash are shadows of each other. Now, I don't know, for those of you who go through therapy, I don't know if you went through this, so, but I feel like, I mean, I've at, going through my own therapy, I went through um, something called shadow work. I'm still going through it right now, where we, basically shadow work is where you kind of find shadow, simply you find shadows of yourself. And these shadows are kind of what, what I, here's a better way of describing it. With shadow work, you find out some things about yourself that you don't like, that you feel are, are not of you when in fact they are. And you project that on people. You take it out on people. And I feel like the flash and reverse flash are shadows of each other. Because with Eobard... He doesn't like the fact that um, 
that he's a fan of the revert of um the flash when in fact he is and the fact that he that Barry hurt him when in fact he was the one who hurt Barry you see and i feel like you know reverse flash funny enough he went through therapy himself too after being caught by the flash but only to find out that he you know i mean he wanted to be more because in this one comic he actually was a flash like i mentioned before but he was making he was causing the catastrophes to happen himself to save people he was causing events to get people hurt only to make himself look like the hero sort of like what hunter zolomon did in the flash arrowverse series on cw like hunter zolomon posed as jay garrick in order to make himself look like the hero only to you know make people feel hopeful but only to take the hope away from them now eobar just wanted to do it for the thrills he wanted to make himself feel like the hero when in fact he wasn't a hero and he blames barry for his and his you know his own suffering also when in fact no he was the one who caused barry's suffering so there's a lot of shadow stuff there and he doesn't want to admit that I mean, in fact, Eobarthon is his own victim, I would have to say. Now, I'm not saying our shadows are necessary. The fact that, I mean, they can be good shadows too. Like where, you know, for instance, we don't like to admit that we are, how can I say this, artistic when in fact, and we, we, you know, we go against artistic people when in fact we ourselves are artistic. You know what I'm saying? Like things we don't want to, we don't want to admit. But I'm not saying that you know those things, those shadows make us bad people. I mean, so those are just, those are just things that we need to come to grip with, come to grips with, you know. And I feel like Reverse Flash is a really good example of shadow work. So I thought I want to bring that out there, you know. I mean, and maybe you know with Reverse Flash, ideally he could he do he could really use some shadow work instead of just being a villain. I mean, be a hero. I mean, be that mentor to, you know, I mean, like he was, like, be be the mentor to the Flash. If you know for the fact that you see the fact that you could become a villain, you have a chance to change your life. I would tell Reverse Flash, you know, I mean, you have a chance to actually make to to help Barry become the hero that you idolize, or at least try to. So that way, maybe they'll be like, you know what, Eobar wasn't that bad of a guy, you know, what I mean. He was a mentor. He was someone who idolized the Flash and decided that, you know what, I want to help out the guy who I idolize rather than, or help out the hero that I idolize rather than become this villain. And sit down with Barry and be like, you know, I, in, a, in, in this time, in my timeline, I become your villain. I, I terrorize you, though, but you know what? I realize that I don't want to do that. That's not me. This is not me. I have a choice. To become, you know, to make you the hero that I, you know, and maybe that's why he feels like he wants to become the Reverse Flash because that's the only way he beca- he can become who he is. So, but I feel too that why be- why become the Reverse Flash when you can become the Flash? You know, maybe in his own way. You don't necessarily have to be a you know to save people, but maybe just to like I don't know. Let people know that there's still hope. I mean, now that I think about it, yes, Eobard has a choice. 
you know, to become that the flat the flash of the twenty fifth century and just be like, you know what? I mean, my childhood wasn't perfect though, but you know what? Just idolizing the flash made me realize that it's not it's not so bleak. You know what I mean? And I feel like as I admire the flash, the more I research the flash, the more I start to realize that you know, I, I can relate to the flash too, because personally for me, despite the many obstacles that Barry went through, I feel like he helps, uh, that's what helps him become stronger. That's what helps him become more hopeful, even if at his bleakest, like he chooses not to be evil. He chooses to not do, you know, to like not rub in anyone's faces of what he, anyone's face, what he's going through. You know, he chooses to actually walk, you know, walk, still walk the path that he feels like he should walk because he knows it's the right thing to do. And I feel like that's what, you know, even some villains can bring that, bring some of that out of us too. I feel like our villains could do that too. Now that I think about even, it's just, I don't know. I just started thinking about that. It's really interesting because I mean, I've had moments where I, I was like, you know, kind of bitter at the world, mad at the world, but then you know, ever since researching The Flash recently, I mean, maybe that's why I admire so many superheroes too, like Superman, you know, Han Solo, Batman, you know what I mean? I mean, I could, go, I could go through a list and just reading about them, learning about them. Heroes are a reminder, and even villains too are a reminder that we have a choice to walk the path that we're meant to walk on whether we're good or bad. But we have the choice to do good and we have a choice to do bad. There's always a choice. But ultimately, I feel like all of us would want to choose good. And it's up to what it's up to us to decide whether you know what is good and what is bad. But I want to think that I want to walk a good path. And you know, not to and, and to evolve to, you know, a good path that would involve helping others putting smiles in their faces instead of just bringing them down. And I think that's the whole meaning of being the flash. It's not just saving people's lives or doing all that. It's just putting smiles in people's faces, giving them hope, doing the right thing. That's the whole idea of being a superhero. It's not, you know what I mean? Or just being the flash or being Superman. And I think, yeah, I mean, wow. <laughs> I just, I just went through all that. I mean, kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but it just really struck me. And that's, you know, that's just one of the, you know, it's just ama one of the amazing qualities of a superhero. So that's going to, wow. Whew. <laughs> well, that's going to end it. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the reverse flash cast on the podcast from her too. Um, don't forget to actually follow us on Twitter at, pfe2 underscore and also follow me on twitter as well at brian's Com comics underscore one and also on instagram as well on pfe2 underscore and it and brian's comics underscore one and i just have to say this was a really awesome segment i enjoyed it i mean it really got me thinking honestly and like i said earlier how eobard Thawne can actually relate to one of us, but I think he can teach us some things too about making the right choice when we idolize our heroes. We all have a choice. And I just want to bring that all home to you. For those of you who are going through tough times or are not happy with yourselves, 
There's light at the end of the tunnel. I know it's cliche, though, but trust me, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that you can get out of it. You can be your best and strongest self. I know I've been, you know, through a lot of stuff, but I realized, too, that I could make myself better by making the right choices. So this one, you know, that's the take home the take-home saying for this flashcast. So remember, people, definitely stay ever so awesome. This is Brian from Merch 16 signing out.